Hello, friends. Welcome back to Beats by Jens.
system that he's rolling in the kettle like it's been that some rumors down. Three shots right out of here, I'm dead. The new king is crowned. Black coat, white shoes, black Cadillac. Yeah, before the time bomb. Black coat, white shoes, black Cadillac. Yeah, before the time bomb. Black coat, white shoes, black Cadillac. Yeah, before the time bomb. Black coat, white shoes, black Cadillac. Yeah, before the time bomb. Time bomb! Woo! <laughs> Do you know what else is a time bomb? Your air freshener that's plugged into your wall at this moment. <laughs> Could be, right? Not really. No, not the air freshener. You know, I'm talking about the cheap ones, like the Airwick and the Glade. And I'm sure they're not really happy that I'm talking smack, but they should prove otherwise that they're healthy for us, because they're not. I read a whole bunch of different articles, and we've been talking about it, and I've been meaning to do this episode for kind of a while. Oh, okay. Right? Remember I told you I saw these pictures ages ago of lungs that had, and it could be a bogus picture, don't get me wrong, but lungs that have just breathed in um, air fresheners. Like, you know, high amounts of them and diffusers and all of them are kind of offenders. There's good quality and then there's cheap crap commercial quality like what we have in our house. And right le now. let's face it, when you buy a house or when you have a house, what's the first thing you do at the holiday season? Oh, we got to make sure the house doesn't smell. Well, and you also do it when company comes over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome to my dog stink house. You know, you have to have air fresheners. I get all that. So... Isn't it ironic that something that's supposed to improve our air quality by making it smell better can actually make your home toxic? I thought that was totally crazy and most people don't think about it, right? It's just a little Glade whatever plug-in or it's just a scented candle from Bath & Body because they're not that very natural. They've got toxic things in them too, so... Most of the air fresheners don't even neutralize the smell. All they do is mask it. Um, when we see that in the commercial, like the Febreze commercial, mm -hmm. it says, you know, whatever, they just c cover up the smell, but they don't actually neutralize it. I did read, and whether it was put out by Febreze or somebody else, I don't recall, but Febreze is one of the few that actually do, their molecule attaches to the stinky molecule, and it, it can neutralize, but it still has toxic ingredients in it. So, I mean, it does what it says it's supposed to do, but it's still not the best quality. So. Oh. Right. So air fresheners come in many different forms. They got sprays, which are, I feel, the biggest offenders because the spray, not acts, not only is it like toxic fumes, but the aerosol, like the propellant, is also bad too, right? Yes. That's why we don't use aerosol hairsprays really anymore. Back in the 70s and 80s, 80s. Well, just just look at uh, hair salon people, working salons. They're having this issue where they're finding out they're getting all these diseases and, yeah. and health health issues because they're working in a salon with the hairsprays and the cosmetic smells yep. and everything. Like because there's and they're one on one with it. They're right there. Yeah. And further further in, we're going to talk about formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is in tons of cosmetics. So you're right. And then I don't even know what's in acrylic nails. Like the hair salons yeah, probably people? do get oh, affected. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about that. So they come in different forms like sprays, plugins, 
wax melts, which I have in the bathroom at this moment. Smells like Christmas in there. It still does. <laughs> Tried to get rid of the Christmas stink, but that one I kind of like. Um, they're not just a problem for people with sensitivities, but there's trouble just for everybody, including your pets. So studies have shown that the use of air fresheners can trigger asthma, allergies, rashes, other breathing issues as well. And then because our homes are like a closed space, adding the toxic elements to that just lessens like the, our air quality. It can wind up trapped in our bodies. You know, our skin absorbs. It's the biggest organ that we have. It's porous. It absorbs this. Plus, we breathe it in our nose and our mouths, right? And then I read the EPA states that air fresheners, most of them, not all, have four basic ingredients, formaldehyde. Really? Petroleum distillates, which petroleum is crude oil, so like fuel, gasoline, whatever. Right. There's the aerosol propellants, and then P-dichlorobenzene, which I have no idea what that is, so I had to look it all up. It doesn't sound natural. Oh my gosh, no. Um, And of course, they all contain like fragrance, which is all often in the form of just perfumed chemicals. It's not natural scent or natural... What I was going to say flavor, but you know what I mean. I got you. Like it probably was originally derived from, oh my gosh, that flower smells so fantastic. Let's make a chemical version of it. So that's what they do. Like vanilla. <laughs> well, vanilla bean is really expensive. So you got to get it somewhere. And, and we, buy the, um, we buy the pure vanilla. And a little bit further when we talk today is a, a way to make your house smell nice without having the toxics is vanilla. Right. But I don't think they mean the cheap imitation vanilla because i don't know how long that would smell for it's just amazing how many fresh fresh fragrant (laughs) fragrant flavors there are out there yeah i mean these guys are able to recreate like you walk by you know a house and you can smell the laundry or whatever and then all of a sudden they can recreate that Uh stick it in your home this is fresh linen and what did you tell me and we were going to do another episode on that you said from the anal gland of a beaver. Yeah, vanilla. Gave us the, the vanilla flavoring. It's Who not tasted that, they... that one the first try? <laughs> it's not that they put beaver butt in our food, but that's where they got the... There's a chemical synthesis oh, of it now. Oh, yeah. Um, formaldehyde is known to cause a number of health concerns, including burning eyes, burning nose and throat, nausea, um, asthma attacks, and difficulty breathing. Colorless and odorless. I think that's maybe why they use it. Right. And I'm thinking formaldehyde. I seem to remember it when I had to dissect frogs. That was not odorless, but it must have been something else with the formaldehyde. That's what they use to in preserve. dead bodies too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I don't think they stink like uh. what I'm thinking formaldehyde. So I don't know. Uh, colorless, odorless. It could be readily uh, measured and identified in your house too. You can get a kit. If you think there's too much formaldehyde in your house, if you have some symptoms, you can't figure out what the heck is wrong with you, guess what? Maybe it's something that's in your house. And you can get this kit and you can go around because formaldehyde, oh, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. It's in particle board. It's in plywood. It's in paint. It's in cleaning products. It's in makeup. So you would be able to narrow it down, your whole house. And it's not extreme levels of it. There's little tiny minute levels of everything that are supposed to be acceptable. Wow. But what if all of it is releasing into your one house? Wow. Right? That's all I'm thinking. That's interesting. It's a classified carcinogen. It's it's a known carcinogen and then found in many, many, many different things throughout our house. Wow. 
That's interesting. So not only is it your air freshener, but it's the wood. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, exactly. Who would have thought? Do you know what, though? That's all this weird, like, inedible stuff that they put in our food. Who would have thought to put, like, one molecule off of Tupperware plastic in food? Why would we even consider eating that? Yeah. Because of preservatives. They got huge, and then they got out of control, and they're trying to make food last longer and make it cheaper and mass produce it. And so they're sticking stuff in our food, and obviously our air fresheners, that isn't even edible stuff. And you know what happens? We have the non-GMO OMG war. <laughs> The other ingredient I had said was petroleum distillates. Not um, oil. It comes from petrochemical manufacturing, which also contributes to bloop, air pollution, bloop, bloop. soil pollution, groundwater pollution. See, we're not even thinking of that. We're thinking, oh, my plug-in or my you know wax melt is being toxic for me. But while they are getting that product of the petroleum distillates, and they use it for other stuff, obviously. It's not just that. But they're they're also polluting the air and the water and the ground at the same time. As they always do. So the effects on human health, again, are asthma, respiratory problems, chemical pneumonia. Weird. Yeah. I, I never heard of that. And pulmonary damage. Chemical pneumonia. Yeah. I almost looked it up. So and not even more focus. when you get a cold. Just all of a sudden chemical pneumonia. Well, I think instead oh, of it's fluids a, building up in your lungs. And it's so, um, what are they? Uh, Vapors? A, a, what do they call garlic? Is a, aromatic. Oh, aromatic? Yeah. That's why. I don't know. Pneumonia because it's in mucusy buildup because you're sniffing it in. Yeah, you're breathing it in. Yeah, so. there you go. Interesting. So, petroleum distillates are hydrocarbon solvent. It's produced from crude oil. It's also a VOC, which stands for volatile organic compound. Ooh. And when I was looking up all these air freshener, these chemical names that I can't really pronounce, tons of them kept saying VOC. And as soon as I hear organic, volatile organic compound, I'm thinking... Well, that's just, but then really think about the word organic, you know, it's, it's not created in a laboratory, it's organic and it flows and it, you know, grows or whatever. It flows and it grows. Um, it can be found in stain removers, car waxes, garden pesticides, and flea control. Oh, no. Uh-huh, but it's let's just breathe that in. Yes. Yeah. yeah, why not? And then here we come on the aerosol propellants, not, um, not only does it sound horrible, it uh, is harming the Earth's ozone layer. So the damage to human health includes health. I think I said health. It's affecting you already. <laughs> Increased cancer risk, breathing problems again, development of chronic issues. In 1956, S.C. Johnson and Company released Glade using this. 1956? 1956. That's they also released Raid, the bug spray Raid. Yeah, that was. Also using this propellant which is now known as a chlorofluorocarbons or those CFCs. And so CFCs, we pretty much don't have them anymore because everybody knows that the chlorofluorocarbons are just bad news bears, right? Mm -hmm. So 30 years later, we notice the depletion of the ozone. Go, huh? Wonder why? And then we all talk about global warming. That became a big issue and people started just shying away from aerosols in general. You know, like... Even Febreze doesn't do aerosols, although I think they have that automatic like aerosol can. It just goes. Airwick does that too. Yeah, there's quite a few of them. So yeah. 
They must be using a different kind of propellant because the EPA has offered a list of somewhat acceptable substitutes that just just have a little ozone depleting potential just a little bit oh the epa and who's in charge of the epa the government the ozone depleting potential i didn't just make that up it actually has an acronym odp Oh, so I mean, there must be like a bunch of stuff. Are that... you down with OBB? Uh, ODB. ODB. Yeah, you know me. Okay, ready for this last one, and Go then we'll it. play a song because your songs are fun. Paradichlorobenzene. P dash D C B is an acronym. Yep. Often found in mothballs. And now I think we're all imagining the stink of mothballs. Mm. It reminds us of like grandmas. Yep. Be old house, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah, we don't that, need that. to do mothballs anymore. Sick. Ugh. It may also cause skin lesions. Oh, that's nice. Anemia, liver damage. And that kind of threw me off. Like, are you eating it? Maybe. But then maybe because your liver is a filter organ, you're still breathing it. But somehow it's breaking down and flowing and your liver is oh, filtering maybe it's, it. It's cross-killing. Something. Yeah. Loss of appetite. Changes to your blood. Paradichlorobenzene, a.k.a. PCDB. And that's all the stuff that's inside these mothballs. Yeah. Well, there's way worse. I didn't look up mothballs, dude. I can't even imagine what else is in mothballs. That's why they smell so bad. So it is a chlorinated volatile organic compound that we just learned about, VOC, widely used in critter and snake repellent like rats mice and snake repellent oh that's why it's so killer deodorizers for toilets urinals diaper pails anything that you don't come in contact you know the gross ones like when you go to like the truck stop bathroom that's urinal cakes and well i don't know about urinal cakes (laughs) when would i have seen a urinal cake um no but i'm talking that stinky that cheap smell like at the gas station right yeah and diaper pails. Or like, you'll be lucky if they have one when you go to a campsite and you go to their bathrooms. If it's got one of those cheapo, gross, and you can smell it, like right outside the door. Yeah. I think that's what they're talking about. Uh. Yeah. Um, it also was found in insecticidal fumigants and in air fresheners. Oh. See, this is where it's weird. It's also been found in drinking water, soil. Oh, that's not good. And in meat. And you want to know how it got into the meat? They drank the water, ate the soil. No, in the stalls, in the barns, in the whatever, they are using deodorant blocks because cows are stinky because yeah. there's poop or pigs or whatever. I don't know. It just says meat, right? Yeah. And then it's also found in royal jelly, which is an <gasps> uber expensive bee honey. That's stuff. the queen bee's honey. Okay, it's worker bee secretion that's used to feed the larva. And also given to the queen. Right. And the reason why it's they've been found in honey, and that was a Canadian study that found it in royal oh, of jelly. Of course it is. And in honey. Well, we're very proud of our bees, you know. Um, it's because when all the beekeeping boxes and things are empty, they have to spray them with insecticides. So maybe when the bees go back in, they don't have any contaminants or whatever. I'm starting to see a pattern now. Uh-huh. Mm. You got a song for us? I do got a song. This is Say Ferris, Nobody But Me.
Safe Bears. They kind of remind me of my dance hall crashers a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I don't know if I told you on the last show. I think it did, but uh, I used to follow them around a lot back in L.A. I think you've told me just a few times, maybe like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little jealous, though, because that would have been fun to see them, because they just got that great beat. We're like, da 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 Dance hall crashers. I would love to see them, too, but I don't know if they're together. I can only say it was. it's, it's kind of like what my son is going through. It was kind of like you were just doing it because you were pursuing a woman. Oh, right, when girls come into the scene. Right. It was kind of like one of those things you start, you know, ex- yeah, yeah. What's it called? Where you start? Um, was that a text message? Um, where you start ex- exiling all your friends because you want to be close to this person, yeah. and and that's all she wanted to do. And I guess she felt the need to spend the money and, and do it. So you're we, talking your girlfriend now. Not who? She? Alicia. Okay, that would be your girlfriend. I don't mean this moment. No. Obviously, no. you're married. Right. Okay, can we move on? Because I'm getting confused. Right. All right. Oh, we got double text messages. So, I'm going to talk about essential oils because they're huge. They've been huge for quite a few years now. But did you know that some are dangerous for pets? Dogs, cats, birds, hamsters, you name it. You got a lot of household pets. People, I don't know about fish because you're in the water, but people have lizards and you, you know, think about it. Rats and mice or whatever. So, many quality essential oils are beneficial to, to humans, but they're harmful to our pets. Essential oils are very powerful, and their molecules tend to be highly reactive with compounds in our bodies, and that's why they can heal us and make us feel better. But um, it's that same molecular reaction that messes up a pet's natural body chemistry because they're small. You know, just like you don't want to use essential oils on babies, right? You wouldn't right. want to, you know, douse your pet in them either because they're just tiny compared to us. Right. You know, like even herbal teas, they make, you have to find them online. I've never found them in a store. Um, kids herbal teas, because we think herbal teas, they're totally safe. They're all natural, blah, blah, blah. I can drink and drink and drink. Well, we're also, what, 150, you know, 200 average pound. 200 pounds? Yeah, 200 pounds. These little kids, you know, at their 75 pounds or whatever, when we want to start maybe giving them a sip of herbal tea because they have a sore throat. No, you have to buy specific kid version because the dose is lower right exactly yeah pets are even smaller than that so yeah and you gotta be cautious because again people just think that they can see on tv you know it's natural right oh this guy on tv in the movie is giving his dog this amount or whatever yeah. it's okay for me no yeah okay oh uh, we that the whole label reading that we do and we're trying to find like even something to give our dog as a treat and we were talking the other day about it has this big American flag on it. So we're thinking, oh, made in the USA, packaged 
in the USA. Yep. Product of God knows where. Yeah, that was my problem. I was so label ignorant. Yep, and now we read and we read and all these things like our natural peanut butter. BS. It's not natural. No. Flip it over. Take a look at it. It'll have palm oil in it. Uh, why would a peanut have palm oil? A it peanut has enough has oil in itself. Peanut oil. Yeah. Uh, don't get me started on that one. You know me and my peanut butter label. Oh, my. <laughs> so a lot of the essential oil scents that, that's, um, that we prefer and we use are really harmful. The, um, the dog and the cat one were almost the same, but the dog had a couple additional. So I'm just going to read them off. But, like, don't panic and write things down because I'll put it in the, the notes, right? I'll put it in the episode summary, I You'll think is what it. it's called. So, You'll see it. cinnamon, citrus, pennyroyal, which I don't even know what that is, peppermint, but then I read something that was opposite. Peppermint is good for your pet, but in a very, very low, low dose. So I think something that's kind of on the fence, I would just avoid it. Why mess with peppermint? Uh, pine. Maybe the crumbs from your candy cane. <laughs> and the pine needles from the tree. Uh, sweet birch and tea tree. Oh. Mella Lucas kind of flipped their lid. They would never agree with that. We had tea tree in our dog shampoo for Pete's sake. Yep. Maybe it's such a low dose. Again, they're not thinking that it's really going to affect it. Because Mella Luca is truly like, it's not our style, but it is a good product. Well, and again, I know they, a lot of people like that you, just like you rave. just said they could have a drop of it in there and still put the name on there. Yeah. Um, well, no, because when you use this dog shampoo, we could smell the. But tea you gotta look tree. at the order where, where it is. It yeah. might say now includes you know tea tree oil, but you look in the back of the ingredients well, and it's number forty six. Remember though, that's what Melaleuca means is tea tree. Well, yeah, they I'm just saying in, in any in any sense of anything, just be careful. So ylang ylang, which is a scent that I really like. Uh, wintergreen, clove, and thyme were toxic for both I don't cats have time. and dogs. But the doggy list had a few extras like anise, which I, if I remember, it's um, like licorice, which I love the smell of. Licorice. 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 I'm pretty sure it doesn't have an SH on the end of it. Licorice. Oh. Yarrow, which I remember yarrow used to grow, I think, up at our cabin, like up north. And garlic, which I already knew you're not supposed to give your dog garlic and onions, which is totally weird to me because I was also told you should give them garlic because that keeps fleas away. I'm like, should I? Should I not? Maybe as a How about we just don't? I think you're supposed to give garlic as a topical. No, it's a, maybe it's not as a topical, but something topical. But topical. Something, something they can ingest. Garlic. I don't know. I'm not a veterinarian. I'm just saying. That's what I'm reading. Did I say that one wrong also? No, you did. It was perfect. There are several side effects or like common symptoms of poisoning in pets. Some of them totally make sense. Difficulty breathing, which you should be able to hear and see, like if they're really straining to catch their breath or they're wheezing or whatever, that's obvious. Drooling, hmm. If I already have a drooly dog, is it extra drool? Maybe I don't have a drooly dog and all of a sudden this dog is just pouring at the mouth. Yeah. So that should be obvious. Usually signs of drilling would include like wet jowls constantly and like the dog's <laughs> licking, pouring his, out. licking his arm. Because some clean dogs are like the one to clean themselves. So what they do is they just, you know, they lick their paw. Yeah, well, that was another one. Pawing at their mouth or face. Right, because they're trying to get the drool yeah. off. Yeah. Well, they're trying to get it off. Maybe their eyes are burning or their nose is burning and they're pawing at their nose. Fatigue, weakness, weakness stumbling. 
I have totally heard that in those articles where I was telling you the lungs were all spider webby from breathing in. The sub article was how it affects your pets. Like, think about it. There's people that have diffusers and they smell so good. Pets eat weird things. They like roll around in dog poop. They don't really know. So what if they knock over your diffuser because it smells so great and they drink all of the oils that are in there? Or the max, the max, the wax smells. Or the little cones, right? The the cones that are incense. They could eat those. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going to ingest all that. So um, that's what it said. Like, the stumbling and muscle tremors was, was another one. Obvious redness on their lips, their tongue, their gums, and if they're throwing up all over. And you see your spilled diffuser. Or, you know, your Glade air freshener is ripped up. In- or the throw-up smells like cinnamon babka. <laughs> So if you suspect that your pet has been poisoned, just like with humans poisoned, like... Call you, poison control. Well, yeah, and there actually is. Um, there's a pet poison control, which I didn't know that. It's 1-800-213-6680, as a matter of fact. So if the oil is on your pet's fur or on their skin, wash it off immediately. If you suspect they've, you know, rolled in it or whatever, ate it. Don't give them any treatments without your vet's approval because you don't know what to do. Like some sometimes with human poisoning, they say drink milk. Sometimes they say induce vomiting. Sometimes they say don't induce vomiting. So just ask your vet. And then lastly, which I think is uber important, if I cut my finger off in an accident, please pick up my finger and take it to the hospital with me so maybe they can reattach it, right? If your pet has ate something or drank it or whatever, bring that oil with the vet or with you to the vet because then the vet at least knows what they're dealing with. Oh, yes. I've heard this right. multiple times. See, yes. that's great advice. And I don't know. Maybe you're panicking and you don't even think to grab if it. If you got stabbed, bring the knife with you. No. <laughs> it probably would still be in you. I don't think you're going to pull it out. I don't think that's a recommended. Hey, Doc, this is not natural. <laughs> First aid. This is not organic. So remember, you don't have to write all this down because I'm going to type it up in the episode summary. Um, if Sammy. you feel, if you, <laughs> you want to write, write it all down. No, you said summary. What? It sounded like summary. It was samurai. In this summary. If you feel strongly about mixing essential oils with your pets, look for pet-friendly variations. Hello, WildEarth.com. Like new fire hydrant or this car stuff. ride. <laughs> or biscuits. Dog bone. Biscuits in the air. <laughs> oh, that would be so cute, wouldn't it? Car what are you wearing? Just you smell for fantastic. Your dog. Huh? What are you wearing? You smell fantastic. It's new. That it's car ride. Car ride. <laughs> so wildearth.com is one of the sources that you can go to. But it also reminds us that while we humans have about six million olfactory receptors in our noses. Dogs can have up to 300 million. That's why their scent, their sense of scent is so much stronger. So if you're going to use these scents, go light, go easy, because their sniffers are way stronger than ours. Planttherapy.com is another one. They offer pet safe oils, but they also caution us not to use on animals under 10 weeks or pregnant animals. And then dilute it if you're going to use it directly on their skin. I don't mean add water to dilute it. I mean you have to dilute it with another oil, like a neutral oil, because that's what essential oils are all about. So, 
With all this chemical crap talk, yes, I gosh. thought we should move on to something positive. Positive alternatives that are simple and safe for everyone. Come on, positive Paula. The most obvious? Open a window. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Duh. If it's got a nice breeze outside, come <laughs> yes. on in. No, you don't need a nice breeze even. Just open the window to get the stink out. Oh, yes. Right? I kept reading this mind-blowing advice on so many websites, and I'm like... Duh. If we burn something on the stove and the house gets all smoky, we open the window. So, same idea, right? We get the steak out. So, what if the dog poops liquid on the bathroom floor? Ding, ding, ding. Open the window. Because that happens in our house. Uh, but we don't have a window in the bathroom, so I have to open the slider and use a fan to suck it out of the bathroom and blow it out the door. Gross. Get that dog outside. <laughs> Um, which reminds me, liquid poop at the bathroom, a couple of years ago, somebody gave me a shark steam mop. <laughs> and I thought at that time, like, this is like the, This is like the second time I've heard this, this holiday season. What this. a horrible Christmas present. You do not give your wife a mop or a vacuum or a sewing machine. Or, I don't know. Here you go, honey. I'm off with the boys. But it turns out. That is really quite fantastic. I told you. I use it all the time. It has no cleaner whatsoever. You add no chemicals to it. Not even anything. So, well, although one time I put some hydrogen peroxide in it, just because I was trying to empty out the bottle, because I was using it for spraying, because of COVID, whatever. So, <laughs> it doesn't use any cleaners, just uber hot steam. Uber hot steam. Oh, man. Does it ever freshen up that mess? So, our dog does have liquid dog poop, often, as a matter of fact. And when I come home from work, it's all over. And then I pick up, like, obviously, clean it up. But it's still, because we don't have floor in our bathroom, we tore it out, so we still have concrete. And I think concrete is quite porous, and that steam just penetrates right into there. And then it even smells like, it just, you know, like, by the time I'm from one end to the other, it doesn't stink anymore. It doesn't stink in the air. It doesn't stink on the floor. <sighs> I think that's amazing. So, but hold on. Hold on. Sorry, I was steaming. <laughs> There's even more healthy or natural ways to make your house smell better. Vinegar. Oh, gosh, no. It only, I promise, Ugh. it only smells like an old-fashioned douche for just a couple Ew. of minutes. <laughs> couple of minutes. That's it. Who left is in here? <laughs> Since the beginning of COVID, um, we, me, I have been using a spray bottle with vinegar. For I douching? No. Oh. COVID. Oh. I don't have COVID, you know, crotch. I have, we want to get germs off the counters, germs off the stove. And so I read an article and somebody was really talking a bunch of smack about vinegar. Yeah. And oh, be cautious if you use it on granite because it could cause it to dull. Be cautious if you use it on your stove. Be cautious if you put it on Formica, on your linoleum, on your tile, on your, I'm like, BS. I use vinegar everywhere. I use it on my faucet because we have really hard water here. Dude, gone. All that white little crystals, gone. Well, it is very acidic, so you have to be careful. Because sometimes sure. if somebody puts a coat or a sealant on your granite countertops, yeah. it could take that could. sealant off. So you're supposed to dilute it, but guess what? I don't dilute it. I don't think you do either. I don't. It I smelled. just pour it straight in. 
No, it it totally dissipates. And while it's dissipating, Alien, it, where's mom? She's cleaning the house. No, it smells like fish and chips in here. No. Fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> it goes away. I can spray it in the air and it cleans my air. It lands on the carpet. It will sort of disinfect my carpet as well. I'm not talking wet. I just mean like the vapors and the spritz or whatever falls to the carpet, whatever. So yeah, I spray the air. I wipe down my whole kitchen. I clean the bathroom with it. Toilet, counter, sink, you name it, the whole thing. It doesn't stain. It doesn't bleach. doesn't leave your fabric smelling weird. Because, uh-huh. of course, peroxide, you probably uh-huh. don't want to spray it on your clothes. I just, I promise. It's like this natural, non-toxic wonder. Uh-huh. Um, people have been using it to clean their windows. Actually, my dad made me do that when I was young, and I thought, this is the stupidest thing ever. Where's the Windex, man? Where's the what, where, Where's the paper towel? Where do you bums me? get Windex from? No, it's not really Windex in there. It's got to be ammonia. You, pee. I bet you they got it from the from the uh, just at the, the gas station. It's not pee. Ammonia, and then they just oh my gosh. Can't you just go to the gas station and like siphon it out of the windshield wash bucket? <laughs> yes, you could. Yeah. yeah, come on. Jeez. Think about it before you ask these questions. Oh, times were so tough. Um, and even vinegar, it kills bacteria and even cuts through or dissolves hard water deposits. Likes what I just said. Likes. Just don't use it on electronic screens like a TV, a tablet, a laptop. I don't think that's a good idea. Because, of course, the acid in the vinegar could possibly break down the anti-glare, which is what you were talking about, the granite countertops. Right? So vinegar can also dissolve the finish on hardwood floors, supposedly. It can. I don't know. It has a sealer on it. I read it could damage rubber seals in the washing machine, but guess what? I've put it in the washing machine before. Is that why our washer's not washing so long? That washing machine was used to start with, and it lasted us like eight years, so zip it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, I haven't tried this, but it also suggested you could simmer white vinegar for about an hour to deodorize your whole house. It's the acidic acid. As it becomes vaporized, it bonds with volatile molecules. Mm, vaporized. Huh, exactly. Um, and right now, because it's... Christmas season. It's not Christmas anymore. Um, right now, we've got potpourri. A totally natural potpourri that a really nice customer gave me. I like it. Cranberries, oranges, cinnamon, cloves, star anise, nutmeg. And all I did, I have a small little crock pot, and we just put it in there, put it on low, it warms up, makes your house smell fantastic, stir it around just a little bit. I don't Give know. Nice oh, and recently I added the... Um, the stuff that you're supposed to use for mulled wine, mm-hmm. because I had it from last year and it was probably old and I don't want to drink it. So I dumped that in too. Wow. Extra spices. And when you're done, you can drink it. We well, can't drink all this. No. No. Not nutmeg, cinnamon, spices. Well, you could, but I don't think you want to. It's been sitting out for days. Well, leave it out for me. I'll put it in my smoothie. It's like a week or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is sell out by Real Big Fish. <laughs> Beats by Jen.
said, I guess it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter anymore. You're gonna go to the record store. You're gonna give them all your money. Radio plays what they want you to hear. Tell me it's cool. I just don't believe it. Sell out with me. Oh yeah, sell out with me tonight. The record companies only give me lots of money and everything's gonna be alright. to have a record company i can't work in fast food all my life i can't work at the ups store all my life it's looking that way (laughs) (laughs) Ah, i already went over the potpourri right yes yes so another thing that i don't add to my potpourri in past years i actually added bits of our christmas tree (laughs) that just sort of broke off you know when we initially set it all up and you trim the bottom? Yep. I put bits of tree in That's there, right. That's right, you do, yes. So yes. anyways, it suggested mint, haha, mm-hmm. kind of like a Christmas tree, rosemary, anything. You get the idea? Just Dog keep poo, adding them. newspaper. Oh, nice stuff. Oh, okay. So we happen to have pure vanilla, and I kind of touched base on that. It's a little bit expensive, but oh, so worth it. Um, 
most people have like imitate not most people i know lots of people that have imitation vanilla and i did use imitation vanilla years ago maybe when i was a little more broke ass and i don't know where i was making something cheap and quick and i wanted to keep the cost down that kind of idea but it's written that you can soak a cotton ball in vanilla i just put it in like a little small bowl or a dish wherever you want the room to smell better i think it would work perfect in a bathroom because that's a smaller area and anyways, it's supposed to smell like vanilla. Yeah, I, I don't I agree. I don't know. I don't know if the imitation would work or not, or it won't be as strong, or won't maybe last as long. It didn't specify if it was pure imitation. And I don't know if I could afford to just soak cotton balls in pure vanilla. Right? <laughs> right. We use it for our ice cream because we make you know, homemade this ice jar cream. Just but... cost me thirty dollars. I sh- I don't know. I don't see why not. Somebody should try this and let me know. So if you're feeling a little more energetic, rose petals, chamomile, marigolds can be dried in, on just on parchment paper on a cookie sheet and put in your oven really low heat, like 200 for maybe a couple hours till they're all dry. You can make your own homemade potpourri because I can't tell you how many houses I've been in. I'm pretty sure your mom has it. A dish of toxic potpourri because it looks pretty and they leave it there because it looks nice and it doesn't even smell anymore. <laughs> right. Right? Like and it's, it's starting to wear down. It's like, like stained wood chips and other stuff, but it's not, it's it's poison stuff. It's you, not. You know, Al, you got to pull these out and replace them. This one's the, black. If it was natural, it would be not as vibrant in color. Like if I'm going to throw rose petals in the oven or chamomile, you know, like little flowers or marigolds, Marigolds are bright orange. I don't think they're going to be bright orange by the time they're cooked on low heat. Maybe, but I'm just saying. This is my dilemma with you when it comes to cooking vegetables. So Vegetables? Yeah, so check this out. When we're cooking vegetables and, and you chop them up, and they look dull and everything when you buy them, but then you cut the ends off, you get them prepped, and then you put them into the pan, and you put your oil or your butter or whatever you're making, and you stir them. As they get warmer, they get bigger colors and vibrant they get very right. colorful like when like, you steam them yeah exactly steam vegetables exactly. Be brighter and then the, and all of a sudden I'm like, i'll be like here you want to eat these they look very beautiful and you're like oh Whoa. they're too hard yes. i know where you're going okay i don't know i hate hard veggies i don't mind i don't want mush veggies either right you have to find that perfect like an al dente kind of thing you have to i don't know there's something that that chefs do in the kitchen when you go to a restaurant this is how you know this food is well, fake. well hey they know how to cook because well, they're chefs no one they come one pre-packaged two they heat them up that's why the colors oh, are all yeah. vibrant and ready to go yeah that's true yeah, well, there are plenty of restaurants that still we know Olive Garden pre pre packages their foods, and when I they get to their restaurants, the meals are already made. That's why sometimes yeah. when you say, "Can I minus something?" and they say they can't because yeah, the meal's made that way. It. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. how the colors look vibrant. It's all made for show. That's how they sell this stuff. But when you go to a real mom and pop place and you look at a burrito and it looks like something you can make in your own kitchen, but you taste it, it's like, "Wow, this tastes good." The taste is in the food. It isn't yeah. the color. Um, yeah, it might not look all that great. And you that's know? what we're doing with our kids. The packaging, the marketing, the selling. All these colors are vibrant. And and there's an animal that doing, talks to you. Tony the tiger. They've the, been doing that for decades, though. I was thinking exactly that. Cereals. Cereal boxes are always bright and crazy with these animals and critters. And they're fun. But I'm thinking any potpourri that you see that has bright reds and purples and yellows or whatever. No, it's got to be artificially it's colored. It's the same thing just for adults. Oh, people want their Looks houses pretty. to smell good, but we got this way. Right. 
Or you could put something in with your toxic potpourri that's all dried out crap because you've had it for 10 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. They get dusty. What are you just supposed to stir up the bowl and leave the dust settles to the bottom? Anyway. I would almost think that the potpourri industry is like a cover up <laughs> for like cheese. Remember how cheese was a byproduct of dairy milk, by- of pasteurizing? Oh, sure. What if the scent stuff, these all oils. All the broken off stuff. Are all like the byproduct of something else. Oh. Anyways, if you're energetic, make your own. <laughs> Citrus peels, you could do that. Yes. Um, if they lose their fragrance, because they will after a while, put a couple of drops of quality, good quality essential oils. Um, there's so many cheapo essential oils out there. Like they have an essential oil kit at Christmas time at Walmart for like nine ninety five. I think you just made a company right there. Welcome to quality essential oils. Well, it should. They should be quality. They quality. Equality? Equality. Oh, like equality. Equality essential oils. I said they should be a quality essential oils. Oils for all. So don't buy the cheapo stuff. Be cautious that you're not buying a crap product. So while you're being creative, try making sachets for your closet or your drawer. Right? Little sachets. Not that boys would like that, but all you have to do is just... Try some lavender, prefer, preferably organic lavender, but you could put your marigolds or whatever, your potpourri mix in there in a little mesh drawstring. drawstring. <laughs> Can't speak today. All right. This drawstring is, pouch. This is Bowling for Soup Punk Rock 101. Beats by Jen.
Okay. We were, okay. We were talking about being energetic and drying your own flowers and making your own potpourri and trying to get your hands on some lavender and making a little sachet, which is just like a mesh pouch. But throw it in your sock drawer and your undies. You'll have the most flowery undies around. <laughs> uh, they last about six months. So... If you're like me, though, and you only dream of being crafty and creative, and it doesn't quite work out that way, stick to the basics. Always stick to the basics. Refer back to the basics. Open up a box of baking soda and keep it in the fridge. But it's supposed to be switched out every three months. Huh? Yeah, three months. Yeah, right. Did you switch out our baking soda? Like three years, maybe. Right. One just stays there in the back permanently. Until I see discoloration. It, it never discolors. That's the thing. I know. It just stays chemical. that way. So anyways, baking soda can also be sprinkled on your carpets, but you got to let it sit for just a little bit before you vacuum it all up. Mm. Baking soda is one of, like vinegar, the really true natural just disinfectants and deodorizers. Maybe deodorizer would be better. So, quick tip. Somebody's coming over and your house might stink like dog. Ding. And you're not doing the toxic air fresheners anymore. Ding. Brew a pot of coffee. Mmm. Wouldn't that smell fantastic? You walk into somebody's house, you're like, oh my God, is Do that like want? chocolate coffee or caramel or, you know? Yeah. Yes. Pop some popcorn. Ooh. Uh-huh. Or bake some cookies. Ding. Right? We all have the rolls of the, the Pillsbury Chubs sitting in the fridge somewhere. Oh yeah. And what do we talk what do we find out a long time ago about the car industry? Well that's why they have popcorn sometimes in the sales offices. Oh, yeah. is because the smell of popcorn will help you seal a deal. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh my god, it smells so fantastic in here. Ooh, did you want some popcorn? Hell yeah, I do. You're crunching and munching and they're telling you mm, how much your car's gonna cost and you you're just nodding your head. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's shake on it. Herbs can also be snipped. You can tie them together in a bouquet. Put them in a vase or like a bud vase or whatever. Geranium, peppermint, rosemary, and lavender are all uber good choices because they have such strong... Geranium ugh, makes me just puke, but other people love it. They have such strong, strong scents. I've bumped into geranium plants before and I almost throw up. It's so strong, aromatic, Whoa. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So here's the least effort of them all. There are three highly regarded house plants that will purify the air. All right. Areca palm. <laughs> it's spelled A-R-E-C-A, but it's pronounced Areca, not Areca. Areca. Palm. And it's really kind of a pretty little palm. Areca. Mother-in-law's tongue, which I bet tons of people have in their homes already. Yeah, and I the money plant. One. You don't know the mother-in-law's tongue? It's like this sharp, bladed plant, <laughs> right? Which is funny. Yeah. Her mouth speaks <laughs> sharp words. And then the money plants. Um, and those same plants are going to be absorbing carbon dioxide. I did find a few simple That's ideas. That's why they're called money plants. The other way around. We could be saving ourselves with money plants. Because why? Because it absorbs carbon dioxide? Right, exactly. Does that cost money? No, I'm just saying we need more of them. We do. To clear our air in our right. homes. Mm, all right. It should be save. Right. Instead of save your money, save your monies to clean the air. Save your monies. Monies trees. Money plant. Money plant. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. I did find a few simple ideas using essential oils, but again, start with a good quality brand, preferably organic, right? Why not? And remember, quality doesn't always mean the most costly. There's probably some lesser products. I don't want to say it's a crap product, but a lesser product that costs a small fortune, which we don't need. You don't want to buy the cheapo Walmart crap, like the kit for $9.95, and you got five different... That's a crock of you-know-what. There's no way that that can be good quality. Oh, it's essential oils. Whatever. It's natural. No, don't go there. <clears throat> um, and also, I bet you already have a friend or two or three that sell doTERRA, Young Living, whatever. There's a lot. I know a lot of people that sell those good quality essential oils. My doTERRA lady, I've never even bought a thing from her ever, but I would love to. Um, she's given me in the past like the little wee vial and we had like breathe easy and I would put like little drops of it on our son when he was all stuffed up and we had colds together. I put a lot more and you're supposed to put it like on your chest or you know behind your ears or wherever. I don't right. know. Um, or you can just breathe it. There was there was breathe easy and there's a couple other different ones and there was clove and things like that in it and I thought it was fantastic. You however had to go sleep in the other room. Remember when Liam and I were stinky with all the oh, God, essential yeah. oils? Oh my. That was I a smell. It. Oh terrible. And Liam loves it too. Oh, yeah. So you know I, I I'll pick my Vicks over that. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta be careful because speaking of Vicks, um Johnson Vicks, and Johnson. Wow. Don't even get me started. Petroleum jelly, you can buy a good quality petroleum jelly, which is similar to Vicks, but it's got obviously like vapor effervescence or, you know, menthol. Non-GMO stuff. Menthol. Yeah. And you can buy an organic Vicks. I don't know if it's Vicks brand, but you can buy one. Eucalyptus. Or you can buy the cheapo one, which is total crap. It's petroleum jelly. Petroleum. Hello? Right? So don't buy the Walmart brand for a dollar for the big hunk that you just j dig your hand in and get a big clump and slather it on. Yeah. Go buy just a nice container because the nicer the quality, the better the quality, the less you will have to use. Mm-hmm. So I also looked up linen sprays. Lots of people like to spray linens, whether Ooh. it's your pillows or your, like your bed pillows or the pillows on your couch oh. or... I don't know, curtains or whatever. So you can combine two tablespoons of vodka or now witch, you're talking. Or witch hazel, which I have. Ugh. Six to ten. Witch you hazel used to use to get the wipe, wipe off when I had acne. Yeah, like, okay, so you do know. There's some in the bathroom right now. Yeah, yeah. Six to ten drops of quality essential oil and just a little glass, four-ounce spray bottle. Uh, fill the rest up with water. And then this one, you know, you just... Psh, 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 Spray it around. I don't know how often. Never tried it, but it sounds good. I'm not wasting my vodka in it. I will waste my witch hazel, however. So this next one needs a few more items that I don't even have at home, but it sounded kind of simple. Drop a liner in your slow cooker. Who knew they have liners? I just throw everything in there. And you can melt soy wax petals, pellets, petals, right? Like you're making a candle. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Add some drops of essential oils. Pour into a silicone mold for wax melts. What's a... 
Oh. That's what we have in the bathroom. Wax melts. But this is your own. Soy wax pellets, right? Essential oils. And you put the liner in your slow cooker, your crock pot, just so that it doesn't get all the waxy crap and you don't have to mess to clean up. You just pull the liner out. Lots of people use liners, even for food. So you just pull it out and it's not dirty anymore. Wow. You just have to wipe it out. That's what I thought. Wow. So next see, idea. My problem with that is like with cooking, especially it's always like you, you want to savor the flavor. Like that's the whole reason you cook inside the, and you get some flavor on the outside and you kind of get the porcelain worked in and get it all. You I think mean, the porcelain gets worked in? Oh, well, whatever the line. It's just, yeah, ceramic, whatever, whatever. ceramic, whatever the glassware, whatever Tupperware, butterware. No, you have a liner. It would still keep everything together. All your food that you throw in there. Ca your... Like cast iron skillets. Sometimes you have to cook in them and keep the flavor in there. Yeah. And you get that flavor over Ew. and over and over Ew. again. Ew. Ew. A lot of chefs swear Ew. by it. It's my mother's. You've been cooking this. And we, we, no. never, we just wash it out with water. We don't put soap in it. We just save it the flavor. Disgusting. And then re-oil it. No. That's so disgusting. Right. That's like barbecue. You never want to clean the barbecue because you want hey, to keep the flavor. Hey, some barbecues claim to fame like that, too. Uh, <sighs> gross, 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 gross. So this next one, um, oh, I already did the essential oil wax melt. So this next idea sounds very simple. You can make it as pretty or as fancy as you want. You combine one teaspoon of an essential oil in a very small glass jar or a bud vase. Top it off with organic baby oil. So there's your oil that you're diluting with. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize you could use baby oil, but I yeah, guess. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Uh, add in a few uh, rattan like diffuser sticks or bamboo diffuser sticks. Voila, you just made a diffuser. There you go. Voila. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> and this next one yeah. is basic instructions to make a gel room scent. So if it spills over, it doesn't make a big old mess. That's probably for people with cats. Cats always knock crap over. One cup of boiling water is used to dissolve four packets of gelatin, the little gelatin packs, yeah. right? Add one teaspoon of essential oil, one tablespoon of salt. I don't know about the salt. I didn't understand that one. And food coloring is optional because if you have it in a like a little clear jar, you can make it like pretty purple or blue. The salt must do something to... Suck up the, the suck up the uh, moisture, maybe or something. The gelatin has already done all that. Yeah. Made it gel. That's interesting. What was salt? I don't like, know. Maybe taste. <laughs> Ew. Salt to taste. So you could use like a jam jar or baby food jars. Next, for an essential oil carpet deodorizer, we're gonna start with one cup of good old bacon soda. Bacon soda. Add a half a cup of cornstarch. Five drops of essential oils transferred to like a shaker kind of container. Like your old Parmesan cheese that's just crap for you anyways. Clean it out, run it through the dishwasher, put it on and ch -ch 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 all over your carpet. Woo and just remember to let it sit for a while, like maybe 30 minutes, and then you can vacuum it away. All right, I want to see you doing this stuff. I know, that's the thing. I talk a lot of talk, but I got to put it in motion. I'm going to... Throw away all your plugins, and then I'll come home and go. Actually, you know that's one thing we did do. We had a lot of family over for the holidays, and some we family. We had one family well, over. For the and she's holiday. yeah, some virus in the lungs. So we pulled down all of our air fresheners. So just as uh, as 
uh, a, a courtesy. Yeah, as a courtesy. Right. We don't want her to feel worse and breathe no, in a bunch. As of a crap. testimony, I just want to let you guys know. Testimony. It just makes a difference. I mean, it, it, it makes me feel better knowing that there's not chemicals in the air. And then you get yourself thinking at night as you pull them out. And you're like, wait a minute, what else is in the air? And that's when you get on that roller coaster. And you know what happened when we pulled them out? I really quick threw them in the kitchen drawer. One of them must have leaked a little bit. So when I pulled them out of the kitchen drawer to put them in a Ziploc bag, it took the finish off of our drawer. That's all. You can imagine what it's doing to your lungs in the air. I don't I don't know. It like literally we got cheap cupboards anyways, right? Not solid wood, just the regular, I don't know, cheap ass particle Vinyl. board. Well, I don't know what it is. Right? Particle board coated Vinyl in blanking. But it took all the finish off on the inside. Everywhere where I wiped up the essential oil, the finish is all gone. Gone. Looks like we sanded it in the inside. Gone. Totally weird, but that concerns me. Gone. <laughs> gone. Lastly, there are quite a few legitimate natural companies that make and sell pre-made air fresheners so we don't have to. Yay! Chemical air fresheners are not just a problem for people with sensitivities. They're troublesome for everybody. Did I already read that? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Inhaling petrochemicals, dyes, synthetic perfumes can and are causing long-term health problems. Time Magazine reported that many chemical air fresheners contain the phthalates, 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 I don't know, P-H-T-H, A-L-A-T-E-S? Phthalates? I don't know. Which is a type of chemical known to cause cancer. So why willingly expose ourselves to carcinogenic chemicals when you can freshen the air naturally, right? Time Life knew this. Aracacia is the company. Aura, A-U-R-A-C-A-C-I-A. Grapefruit essential oil is a sweet and citrusy scent when it's mixed with baking soda, it becomes a natural deodorizer in a bowl. Oh. Leave the dishes, little dishes, with this. Baking soda mixed with it all throughout your house. Non-toxic, all natural. It's also available in organic. Woohoo! Aura Acacia also sells essential oil diffusers, and they can be used with any of their oils, of course. Another legit... J.R. Watkins Aloe and Green Tea Room Spray. Oh, I've seen some J.R. Watkins stuff around. Yep. Is a non-toxic odor eliminator spray. One small bottle promises 700 sprays. Wow. So we might look and go, holy crap. I don't know how much it costs, but whatever. Yeah, but I used to go to a guy like me going... Yeah, you're excessive. You like spray 12 squirts of cologne on you. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm going to have to lock down the J.R. Watkins room spray. I'm only going to be allowed to use it. Um, You might look at it and go, wow, that's a small bottle and it costs a lot of money. But not if you think about it, 700 sprays out of that bottle. Must be pretty powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. Another one is called Clean Air Room Spray. Contains only plant essences and no harsh chemicals at all. Essences. It neutralizes odor by binding particles. Which is what we're kind of talking about. Right. You know, like the the neutral molecule absorbs the, I don't know, the stinky molecule. Dirty. Yeah. Zeo Fresh um, makes a carpet deodorizer that is volcanic material that traps odors. Cool, like kitty litter, right? Well, volcanic, but like charcoal. 
Well, I'm thinking kitty glitter. Okay. Well, I was thinking more like charcoal because charcoal is kind of like a. It's an odor absorber. Yeah, exactly. Like for water oh. and stuff. Oh. See, I'm not, I'm not thinking gray. I was thinking like kitty litter, like off white or whatever. When I was young, our dad built some a... some volcanic muds are used for like aging. I think you're thinking the Dead Sea. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so when I was young, my dad built our cabin on a cliff at the edge of God Lake. And the dirt was this whitish, crunchy, kitty litter-like grit. So because um, because God Lake was formed on an extinct volcano. So I, I never even thought, I just thought, what is all the kitty litter doing on the ground? <laughs> I didn't really put two and two together. There's a lot of cats around here. <laughs> kind of dumb. And I would dig it in too. I never found cat food, Oh, right? I'm glad you're still alive. Right. So, um, anyhow, the Zeo Fresh can be used in your fridge, in your diaper pail. That's a super idea because that is one stinky bucket. We used to have to just change a diaper, take it out. Change a diaper, take it out. But some people really do the diaper pails, and they spend a lot of money on the really fancy schmancy ones, which I think have like a charcoal filter. Um, in your bathroom, you could also use it. It's natural, odorless, and chemical-free. Omnisorb. Do you remember we used that? We got it with one of the vacuums you bought. They gave you Omnisorb, and it's like a oh, little bit wet. Yeah, I it's, remember. It's a lot like Zeofresh. It's made from Zeolite. Yes. So. It came with the... Um... Oh, with a vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember which one because you're oh, a big fan my, of vacuum. I am, and I can't. I'm so Abyssal. Maybe it was Abyssal. So, um, yeah. Carpet cleaner instead of the vacuum. I remember. So, Omnisorb is a spray that you can use just like Febreze, except it won't kill you. Now, imagine that. Uh, it doesn't gas off, <gasps> it can neutralize in one application. Oh. Ah. <sighs> I'm almost at the end. I'm getting close to the end. Good old eucalyptus. A bunch of eucalyptus from your local florist has a strong odor-fighting punch. Even when they're dried out, they still smell. Eucalyptus, every time you buy me flowers and it's got the eucalyptus in it, that's pretty much the last one that I throw out. Because, like, flowers, die, roses die first. Yep. Then all the other flowers start dying. And then your greenery lasts for kind of a while. And your baby's breath, whatever. But that eucalyptus, dude, it lasts forever. I just keep cleaning it and changing out the water. But I can still, it just goes and goes and goes. And the smell does dissipate. But right. they still smell. And koalas will show up at your door. <laughs> it works for months. It does last for months, so. Ooh. I opened the bottle. A company called Woodlore sells an essential um, cedar sachets. So talking about sachets again. So you're never going to use toxic mothballs ever again. And when you're not sure what to buy for your grandma, you're going to get her Woodlore essential cedar sachets. So she can get rid of all of her gross toxic mothball crap that's in her closet, right? Let's it's, keep our parents alive by getting them the organic products that they need to come up to today's standards. Yep, because you know what? Maybe they don't have the money or maybe they don't even know about it. So you buy it for them, you go collect up all their mothballs and you throw them away and you stick it in there and they'll be like, oh my gosh, my closet smells so No, fantastic. Daniel, I don't want this anymore. Grandma, listen to me. This is new. It's healthier. I don't care about your health. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm in good shape. Well, no, Grandma. You're not in good shape. Yeah, yes, I am. Are you done? Okay. 
It's going to be hard to convince these people that this stuff is the good stuff to use. But are you convincing Grandma? Yeah. There's the oh, old one. Grandma's ones. listening? If she's listening, mothballs mm. don't work. They're mm. killing you. Don't, they're killing you. So, um, Woodlore also comes in cedar scented, but also a lavender scented. So, if you don't really like the smell of cedar. So, you know when you walk in and you smell that when people have like wood, like, I guess it's cedar wood, like cedar wood sighted whatever and you can smell it and it's really strong or whatever it smells like you're in like a sauna or something like that so they offer this lavender alternative so non-toxic um it's a great alternative to chemical laden potpourri one other company see we have lots of positive healthy ones legit ones desert essence eco harvest tea tree oil so tea tree has this phenomenal antifungal properties. And that's probably why Melaleuca fell for it and uses it. And it's like their numero uno because it truly does have antifungal properties. So fill a spray bottle with half water, half lemon juice, and only few drops of this oil, this desert essence. And it becomes an all-purpose cleaner as well as an all-purpose deodorizer. It's minty, antiseptic-ish kind of smell, 100% natural, non-toxic, and again, a little bottle goes a long way. And it's all homemade. Yeah. Well, no, this is a company. They're making it for you. But it's company made, but... It's all good. Yeah. It's not just a bunch of crapola, so... Right. This is Less Than Jake, Al's War. Beats by Jen.
Phew! Almost one hour of listening to Jen talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> We're almost at the end. Ah, all right. I hope all of you keep an open mind when you're listening to our podcast here. And just like eating healthy foods, don't you deserve to breathe healthy air? Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Air and water. Yeah, we need good Those water are the things too. that you could get for free in life as a human being. I don't know about good quality water. Lots of people can't get that for free, but natural water it be was priority. meant for our bodies to drink, and then we get sick, and then we get antibodies, and then we go ah. And that's how it was supposed to be from the very beginning. Right, but I'm just saying, like a lot of natural water isn't very healthy. Yeah, but sometimes the water they take they take the stuff out of it and then put it back in again and bottle it to us. Right, but you have to buy it. It's not free. It should be free. It should be free. I agree, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the real world. Go on, Dr. Seuss. So, again, I'm going to list all of these brand names in the episode summary. So you don't have to worry if you, like, forgot or... Well, you could just listen to this over and over and over again. Excuse me, but I don't think you want to do that. So, thank you for listening. Please share this with your friends and family. Send us your positive emails to beatsbygens at gmail.com. B-E-E-T-Z-B-Y-J-E-N-N-Z at gmail.com. And as always, like, be healthy and be happy and don't live in a toxic house. Agreed. Don't live in a toxic house. Yeah. What's that smell? It's the smell of nature. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Beats by Jens. Have a good night. This is Madness Baggy Trousers. Naughty boys in nasty schools and masters breaking all the rules. Having fun and playing fools. Smashing up the woodwork tools. All the teachers in the pub passing man a ready rub. Trying not to think of when that lunchtime bell will ring again. Oh, what fun we had, but did it really turn out bad? All I learned at school was how to bend, not break the rules. Oh, what fun we had, but at that time it seems so bad. Trying different ways to make a different food. The headmaster's had enough today. All the kids have gone away, gone to fight with next to school. Every turn that is the rule. Sits alone and bends his cane. Same old backsides again. All the small ones tell two tales. Walking home and squash his mouth. Oh, what fun we had, but did it Of the end of a plastic cup. Oh, what fun we had! 